Welcome to Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40, a podcast where we discuss and interview guests about mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Learn what it means to keep growing personally with a God-centered outlook on life's opportunities and challenges after 40. Now, here are your hosts, Life Coach Norma Simons and Carrie Alamirsch. Hi, everyone. Have you ever wondered why you're in such a hurry to reach your goal? What is the rush to get to that particular result? Could it be that somewhere deep inside of you, there's this sense of urgency because you're not completely sure that you're going to be able to get there? There's some doubt left lingering in your mind about your ability to accomplish the goal. This is something that we want to talk about further and share what we've learned about being in a rush. And so I wanted to say hi again to everyone. Welcome back. And hello to my co-host, Norma Simons. How are you today? I'm so great. Thank you for asking and hope you are well too. Thank you. Yes, I am well. This is a subject that is kind of near and dear to my heart. I am a person who maybe in the past has not been completely sure about even having a goal, like what was the value of that and was it was it appropriate that I should have things in my life that I wanted uh, to achieve beyond what I had already? Um, and so if, if you're somebody who, who shames yourself for having a goal or, or for wanting something different than you, what you've already um, have in your life, we sometimes then will approach the things that we're aiming for in a bit of a, a rushed or a hurried way. And I had somebody ask me one time, if you knew you were going to reach the goal either way, what would you be thinking now? Would you be in a hurry if you were completely confident that you were going to get there and we just didn't know exactly how long it was going to take? And I thought how that changed and shifted everything in my, in my mind and the way I felt about the goal everything changed because I was willing to just allow the goal to take as long as it was going to take. Not that we shouldn't put time on things, you know, it's great to have a time limit, but to just recognize when we're in a hurry, how maybe there's something in our mind lurking, a doubt that we could address and that we could slow things down a bit and really enjoy the process of reaching that goal. Yes, I think a lot of times we underestimate the time that it's going to take to mm. achieve a certain goal. And I've seen that in my own life, that if I think of the business growth I've had and when my, my business actually started growing and where I am right now, I thought that would happen um, so much quicker. And so I think... We have to, and as you said, obviously we want to put timelines on certain things because that drives us to to take the actions. But a lot of times that is actually not something that's serving us. And just because someone else did it in six months time or a year's time doesn't mean necessarily that it's going to 
work the same way for me. And I think that is where we need to ask ourselves the questions, why am I in a rush? Because if I believe in myself and I know that I'm going to get there, does the timeline really matter? Because I'm going to be here on earth anyway, so why not make the best use of my time? Why, if I don't re achieve the goal in a year or in the, the time that I've initially gave myself, why am I quitting all of a sudden? Why am I saying this might be the wrong thing? I want to go and pursue something different. So I think those are interesting questions we can ask ourselves when we are in a rush. And also to keep in mind that I think mm -hmm. majority of the time, things take much longer than we think that it needs to or that we anticipate. Right. I love what you're saying there. I love putting a time on things. A goal to me is, a, is an end point and a time. And that's how we know. <laughs> that's how we measure where are we at in this achieving of the goal. But when this person just asked me, like, what is it? Where is that doubt? What is the piece that you feel that you're missing or that you don't actually think that you can do was so good for me to think, oh, well, first of all, I was in denial, right? <laughs> of course. No, I know I can do it. I can totally do it, right? Telling myself that. But when it doesn't happen in the time that I think it's going to happen, then noticing that, oh, I'm trying to really push on this and get there right now. But there's obviously some doubt in me about my ability to achieve this goal, or I'm maybe even doubting the goal itself. Sometimes there can be a problem there where we're maybe ashamed of the goal itself. And so it's so amazing to set a goal, reach the goal, move on to the next thing. And then it's also really amazing to slow down and say, oh, I'm not reaching the goal in the time that I thought. Is there something here that's keeping me where I am right now? And what is that? Like, And, and not for the purpose of shaming ourselves, but to say, interesting, maybe something's not lining up for me. Maybe I don't believe I should have this goal, like just really going into those details and exploring and, and not being afraid to reevaluate what is it maybe that is the doubt for me. Mm. I think in my own life, if I think of times when I was rushing, I, I think if I was at that point and I asked myself this question, what am I really after? Because at this point that I started realizing that I'm rushing to get to the goal, what I'm really after is is very obviously not the goal. It is maybe I'm after the feeling that I think I will have in achieving the goal. So I'm pursuing this goal in anticipation of maybe feeling accomplished or feeling proud of myself. And this happened to me a couple of times in my life, if I think of my in my past. And now that I'm have grown so much and I have used so many of the coaching tools on myself, I now realize that I was giving all the power to the actual crossing that finish line instead of knowing that what is available to me today is the fact that I can feel proud and accomplished even when I'm just sitting here and I can create that for myself by the way that I think. 
And I think that was such an eye opener for me because it really changed my life and my world because I started setting goals from sort of a different mindset. I set goals from knowing that I can feel proud and accomplished right now. And I want to set the goal and I want to grow and learn and see what I'm capable of. So I think that is something that really, that's a good question to ask ourselves. If we're in a rush, what am I really after? Because majority of the time, it's not about the goal, but it's what I think I will be feeling when I have that goal or I've achieved that goal. And I think the rush usually indicates doubt. Sometimes it's fear or some kind of shaming that's going on behind the scenes. And maybe that's the whole purpose is to uncover those thoughts, those things that maybe are not in alignment with who I want to be or with who I believe that I am is to see that I'm rushing because what I'm telling myself is you're not really that person who receives those or achieves those goals. And so there's that going in deeper into that and saying, well, well, why am I not that person? Why would I choose to, in the background, be playing this video or this recording for myself that says, you're not somebody who achieves their goals. You're not somebody who, you know, gets that job or has that position in life. And just really exploring that because now the goal actually is serving its purpose, right? That goal that we have out there that desire that's been put, I believe, in our hearts is serving its purpose. It's causing us to look into and see what it is that we actually think that we're lacking and that we actually are not maybe fully understanding who we are and what we were created to do. And, and we'll miss that. We'll just not become that person at all. And we won't go back in and look at what's creating this thought or this emotion for us that's slowing us down and and so when we're rushing we're trying to push past it and skip that part of the growth that we think is uncomfortable or usually our minds just tell us don't look at that (laughs) just push that aside and just we can overcome it later and it's like no actually this will need to be overcome here this will need to be addressed here so that we can reach the goal whenever we get to that place Yes, I think it's important to note that the goals are there for us to grow and learn and to bring our insecurities and fears and doubts to the surface. And if we set goals, that's exactly what we're signing up for. So when those insecurities and doubts come to the surface, I I don't think we need to even make it a problem. And you've explained so beautifully what to do with it when those doubts and insecurities come to the surface. It's like this new level of awareness about, oh, but I didn't but I didn't know that this was really an obstacle in my way. So it's like just investigating it or just examining those thoughts and things that is in my way, that limited way of thinking or that uh, a limiting belief that is maybe mm. keeping me from, from moving forward. So we think sometimes when we have these thoughts or we have doubts or fears that it is a fact that, yes, I doubt myself because I'm not really a person that can do that. But instead of believing that, just question it and challenge it and say, well, am I really not a person that can do this? If I look around me, there are millions of people that has achieved this thing. So it is possible in the world. And then just start questioning that and and just like poking holes in that and that belief and and just start exploring new possibilities for ourselves. 
I kind of have this image or this picture in my mind, like, well, if I just don't make eye contact with it, <laughs> then it won't <laughs> be there and I won't have to deal with it. Like, couldn't I just move on from where I am now to where I want to go without actually having to make eye contact with the thing? And I think our brain tells us what's scary over there. It's it's bad if you if you really look at that, you're going to become more like that, I think is what I believe. Like, so if I looked at maybe that I was insecure in a, in a certain area and I think, oh, we'll just blast past that. Just pretend you are secure and just go right through it. Like it's a something, you know, like the Kool-Aid man, just <laughs> throw yourself through the brick wall and, and here you are. But if you were willing to, to look at what that is, you don't, be, you don't become more of it right? You almost, by looking it in the eye, whatever that false belief or negative thinking is, we can all of a sudden start seeing it for what it is. We can look at it and actually see it. And often those things, those thoughts and those beliefs about ourselves are things that developed long ago when we were often very small children or maybe early twenties, like teen years, all those formative sort of times. And if we now, with who we are and who we've become, you know, women into our 40s and 50s, we can look at that and we'll think, oh, you're kidding. Like that, that was a thought I had when I was 12 because, you know, I felt so awkward in my body and there was these things happening at home that made me feel insecure. And all of a sudden we look at it now and we go, oh, let me, let me go there and really love and accept that part of me that was that young person that struggled with this and see all the ways, make a list and all the ways that I've grown so much since then and how I think now. I just really appreciate and accept that doubt or that thought or that belief about ourselves. And just, it's so amazing how that part of us will just mature and catch right up with where we are now in our lives. And we'll be able to move on towards that goal. And that block won't keep coming up, or at least if it does, We'll go, oh yeah, remember we've, I've looked at this. I know what this feeling is. This is that feeling. And we've grown since then. We've made peace with each other sort of thing. Yeah. It makes me think of another reason why uh, we want to rush. And I have also uh, quite a lot of evidence uh, of this in my own life. If I think of my past that I wanted to create or rush to get to the goal, just to see the evidence, just to make sure that I can actually do this. And that comes back to the belief. I I didn't have the belief in myself to realize from the initial point that I actually, this is something that I can do. And I think it comes back to our confidence and self-confidence. So the self-confidence is the part where I tell myself And the thoughts I have is that I can really achieve anything. And then the confidence only comes over time. Because if I have done something long enough, I've repeated so many times that I actually become good at it. And then I see evidence of it. And then I can have confidence that I can do that thing. I think we need to distinguish between the self-confidence, which is I can do anything, and the confidence that is maybe I can't do that thing right now. But I for sure know that over time, I would be able to do it. Then we we can stop rushing 
and we can appreciate the journey and enjoy the journey so much more than trying to prove to ourselves or trying to prove to other people. Um, I have that confidence and I have that self-concept that I'm a person that can do anything. And over time, I know once I do something long and hard enough, I will get good at it. Just that phrase about proving something to ourselves. Like that's a whole other podcast. (laughs) You know, the motivation about why are we setting this goal in the first place? A lot of times I am in a rush because I think I need to prove to myself that I am worthy and that I'm valuable and that I'm uh, somebody who can do anything. And it's like, you know, proving something to yourself can, it can come from that place of doubt and, and it can create that sense of rush because we're not believing it right? We're trying to prove it to ourselves from from nowhere. We're trying to create evidence and how different it is when you look at something, when we come at it from more of a place of confidence and playfulness and curiosity versus, you know, a really like it's what this is going to mean about me when I achieve this, I'm going to prove that I am valuable or that I have great skills or or whatever. And it's just so interesting how I think, again, that plays into being in a rush, trying to prove something to ourselves or to somebody else and sort of the, the, the friction that's there, we won't be achieving probably our highest even, and we certainly won't be enjoying the process Mm -hmm. if it is to prove something about us. Yeah. Like you said, I think that comes down to really slowing down. And what would the impact be if we slow down a little bit instead of rushing? So as you just said, mentioned, I think it's important that we enjoy the journey because majority of what we're doing is happens over time. So the goal might happen on uh, in an instant in a year's time. And Mm -hmm. I will be amazed and, and grateful and, and be proud of myself in that moment when I actually achieve the goal. But most of the work, majority of the work actually happens between the time I decide and the goal. And that's the time that I want to use to grow and learn and to enjoy this journey because that is the most part of my life. Mm -hmm. And I also think if we slow down, then we give ourselves the opportunity to really get good at something because when we're working towards this goal, we're creating habits for ourselves and we are learning new skills and maybe we are exploring and finding new things that we haven't discovered about ourselves before or a talent that we might have and really developing that over time. And I think if we rush, I think we miss that. It, mm-hmm. When we slow down, we really give ourselves the opportunity to do that thing over and over again and really become a master at it. So that's yeah. the important parts of, of slowing down versus rushing. Rushing or slowing down is really something, it's kind of a concept in our minds as well. When I thought about slowing down and when this person had asked me this question about if you knew you were going to get there anyway, like the goal is going to happen no matter what, then would you be in a hurry? And like everything in my body just kind of relaxed and my mind just opened up to the possibilities about what was around me right now, what what already was existing in my life that I could draw from and use and uh, like to make the the reality of this goal happen in my life. 
And I got to thinking that this might actually be happening in a, in a sense. It is the, the quicker or the shortcut way is the slowing down and allowing for the growth. Because if we're resisting it, of course, it's, it's going to take longer and we're going to just keep running up against the same obstacles. And so if we could just slow down, if like you say, we might actually find we got there a, a lot faster than we <laughs> that we anticipated in the first place. Yes, I think you bring up something important that the part where we grow. And I think in instances we grow and we learn and we sort of move on. And the times that growth happens over time. And I think we, in, in some cases, we can't rush the growth. If I just think of my own life, that if someone had told me a certain phrase 10 years ago, I wouldn't have understood it like I understand it today. Or sometimes we listen to the same person saying the same thing over and over again, and it doesn't have that impact on us until that day that we're ready actually to receive that information and sort of embody it and integrate it into our life. It's, it's almost like we tell ourselves, oh, now I understand that. Mm -hmm. And I think there are times where we grow and we learn and we sort of get going. But there's also those times where we need to realize that if we rush it, we might miss certain things. We might not enjoy the journey as much, or it might create a, a unnecessary overwhelm or anxiety for us. Mm -hmm. And I think if we look at it at, okay, maybe this instance is one of those instances where I need to take my time to grow, that I need to prepare myself a little bit more. I need to give myself a little bit more grace, or I need to, if this is going to take longer than I anticipated, then we can actually open up and embrace where we are and take in all the learnings and work at a pace that is sustainable for where our mind is right now. So that uh, brings us to the end of today's episode. My wish is for you that you have gotten some nuggets from us today and maybe looking at your own life and thinking, where am I rushing to get to my goals? And asking those important questions, what would happen if I slow down? And if I knew that the goal was inevitable, how would I want to show up? So with that, thank you for joining us for this, another episode. And we are excited to be back next week. Have a great week, everyone. And that's a wrap for another empowering episode of Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40. We hope you've enjoyed our candid conversations about navigating life over 40 and discovering what's next. It's never too late to chase your dreams and create the life you love. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with other ladies who are on this incredible journey with you. So until next time, keep asking what's next and let's continue to thrive together.